Alright, man, we in this thing. Appreciate everybody for tapping in. Thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel, subscribe button, it's the bell icon button. Still trying to get my camera together, bro. Uh, trying to get everything together. There we go. Uh, don't forget support the channel by thumbs up the video, sharing the video, subscribing to the channel, and the subscribe button. It's the bell icon button. Hit all notifications, increase your chance, get notifications. We go live or drop a video. Um, in addition to that, man, uh, check out the podcast platforms. Just be on the podcast for about an hour or two after the show. Uh, Anchor, probably right after the show. Spotify, hour, then everything else. Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts be up then so don't forget do me that favor uh rate the podcast appreciate that share the show subscribe to the channel thumbs up the video the whole nine don't forget check out my detroit channel mercy sports talk right here on youtube hit the link tree over there follow me everywhere over there but um um but uh but yeah man i've seen an interview and i posted the interview on my tiktok so make sure you check it out check me out on tiktok i don't post everything uh, in this entirety or everything in the shorts um, that, I, you know, that I post on TikTok, I post some different stuff on there from time to time as well, too. Um, I was listening to the interview on ESPN and Errol Spence said that he basically, well, he didn't basically, he said he made the fight happen. He said that they tried to basically starve him out. He sat out until until they made the fight. So, he basically answered the question that Al Heyman wasn't trying to make this fight, regardless of the end financial turmoil or whatever, Al Heyman still don't feel a need to kind of get up off his ass and up on his feet. Ain't no time to beat his meat. He don't give a fuck, dude. Whatever his strategy is, that he don't care about making no big fights. You've seen Bob Aaron change his strategy up. Um, and he trying to uh, make big fights. And um, Al Heyman just don't give a fuck. It's, that's just straight up and down. Al Heyman just don't give a fuck. That's what we can say. Al Heyman just don't care. He ain't here to please the fans. I don't know who he pleasing. I mean, obviously he ain't trying to please his fighter. He, I don't. I guess he's trying to do what's in the best interest of the company. And just, I don't get it. I don't get it. But here, I'm hoping this is. And I, and I, and in my opinion. He said, I'll never go against Al Heyman. That was a fucking lie. Al Heyman advised him. He came out of his own mouth and said it. Al Heyman advised him not to take this fight, and he did it. So, like I said, I don't be listening to what niggas say, bro. Let me know if y'all can hear this shit, too. If y'all can't hear it, let me know in the chat. Let me open up the chat. You know, these, these dudes, bro. I'm a man of my word, like I, like I said. People thought I was gonna move up, but I, just like I told him when we encountered each other in Oklahoma, said I'm gonna get these belts on my side and I'm gonna come take yours. And you know, this is where we at now. And I, and I stood on that, even if it was leaving me standing out the ring a whole year. They trying to get me to fight other people. This the fight I wanted, so I stuck to my guns and was like, I'm not fighting until I fight Terrence Crawford. So my team got it going. Look at Stephen A. Smith's face. Look at his face. Let me know if y'all can hear that. Look at his face. He already said the same shit. He came on and said that he heard that people to Al Heyman didn't want to make this fight. Al Heyman simply didn't want to. I don't. I I really don't understand Al Heyman in game, bro. That's that's what I understand. I don't understand Al Heyman's in game. What 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 is he, what is he getting out of not making these fights, bro? It's his biggest revenue maker. Just listen to the fuck he. This is. I mean, we can read it. Hold on, let's fucking read it. So I'm gonna come take yours. We know where you stood on that. He said, even if it was leaving, staying out the ring, he said, even she, she's just tripping, bro. Even if it was leaving me, hold on, real quick. get out, bye, get out, bye. I was trying to sneak in here. 
even yeah. if it was leaving me staying out, even if it was me le- uh, leaving and staying, let's just say leaving staying out the ring, um, a ho- the whole year trying to get uh, trying to get me to fight somebody else. He's gonna say other people just the fight I wanted. So I stuck to some. I stuck to my guns, and I was like, "I'm not fighting until I fight Terrence Crawford." So, and I, I run this a couple times too. You know, as more people get in. So you heard what he said. You heard what he said, dude. I don't understand Al Heyman, bro. I mean, it's a great debate whether it's the fighters or Al Heyman, and obviously you can make an you can make an agreement. You know, sometimes they say um, fighters make an agreement. When they both line on each other and tired, they make an agreement just to take a break and take a rest. And the same thing with Al Heyman. Okay, oh, we don't want to do that. Okay, I'll just follow my advisor. But if you really want to do something at PBC, Deontay Wilder, um, Javante Davis, and Errol Spence showed that if you really want to do something, I mean, obviously you got to compromise fights. You got to compromise time. You got to compromise money. You got to compromise a whole lot of shit. And then some people, you know, the way they live or – However, their life is and they life set up. Um, some people ain't willing to sit out a whole year and wait to see if something could happen, especially after the things that's happened in Earl Spence's life with the car accident and all that shit. You know, some people some people just need their money now, especially when somebody distributing your money in increments like Al Heyman. And some people say that's 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 smart. But if I'm a 1099 employee, nigga, like bro, I'm an independent contractor, I'm an independent boss. And you paying me in increments like I'm a nine to five, you know, um, W, what, W4, W2 employee. I don't get none of the W2 motherfucking benefits or whatever you call it. I don't get none of them benefits. I don't get 401k or I don't get a pension. I don't get benefits or nothing like that. So him and people say, oh, smart. So they won't run out their money. Regardless, motherfuckers still gonna run out their money. Whether you wire me 5,000 a day, 10,000 a week, man, that shit be gone. So that just let you know what time Al Heyman on. And at the end of the day, it ain't as easy saying, well, you know what? This is what I want. Go make it. And then who knows? If you cross that motherfucking, you lose. You know, who knows? That motherfucker might put you on the shelf for a year or two. It's a dirty game. And the stuff that they're accusing Bob Barham or Eddie Hearn or Kathy Duva or Lou DeBella doing or the stuff they're accusing Al Heyman, they all do it. They all got the same tactics. Nicholas Walters say, you know what? This money you offer me for Lomachenko ain't good enough. What they do? Starve out Nicholas Walters for a year, offer him less money than before, and they never heard of him again. He's been trying to come back like, you know, that fat girl trying to du- jump between the double Dutch ropes. Sitting there 10, 10, 10 minutes singing Miss Sally Mack, and she still ain't jumped in that motherfucker. Big bitch move. <laughs> Fuck up out of here. So I just let you know what time Al Heyman on. I, I, I just we nobody could understand because he don't speak, and he even if he didn't speak, he couldn't even articulate this shit to make sports sense. It's all business sense. It's all business sense. That's all it is. It got it. I mean, to me, it don't make no sense. If you can make a fight and it's make the most money, make them, and you can continue to get money out the network. So if Earl Spence didn't sit here and stand on his power, you wouldn't be having this fight. And maybe that's why the car accident was in question about being fake. So he had to sit out a whole year. He had to pass up. He had to get starved out just to get what he wanted. Think about that. How is that shit fair? How is that uh, an advisor having your best interest? And then you didn't allegedly sign an agreement or disparagement or non-closed disclosure agreement where you can't badmouth this motherfucker. They don't like Al Heyman, bro. And that's why you heard Terrence Crawford say, well, I have people over there that, that's at PBC warn me about Al Heyman. Warn me about the tick, the tricks and, and the tricks and the uh and the tactics that he used. And what to look out for. Ain't nobody happy over there with Al Heyman, especially fight once a year. And then if you don't do what he wants you to do, he sits you on the shelf. So he basically was sitting on the shelf with Gary Russell. That's wild. That's super duper wild. 
You know that that's to me that shit ain't. I mean, life ain't fair. We all know that. Thumbs up the video. Life ain't fair. So the whole time he didn't he didn't want you know Al didn't want this fight. Now maybe maybe he didn't want it neither. Well, obviously he didn't want it until a particular time till he got his belts. But then again, him and Al went on the same accord. Cause he like when I get these belts, I'm gonna fight Terrence Crawford. Al probably like, all right, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'll say when they come around, we're just gonna offer him, you know, this, that, and the third to fight Keith, or we're gonna offer him this, that to move up to fight this guy. And he was like, No, nah, this is what I want to do. And did you know, did the fans play a part in it? Absolutely. He mentioned the fans in this interview a couple times. The fans played a part in this shit. He heard all the rumblings and niggas dragging his name in the mud, bro. He heard that. Trust to believe me, he heard niggas dragging his name in the mud. And you, you a man. That's why you see dudes, you know, how women know how to manipulate and press dudes' emotions. And then you see, a, you know, a woman, you know, she might put her hand out, she's going to put her hands to talk shit. And then a nigga haul off on her ass. And then, you know, he, then he the bad guy. But the chick knew exactly what she was doing. That's the same thing as you know, provoking a dog with a with a raw piece of meat, or provoking a lion with with raw meat. You playing with that motherfucker, then he bites your whole arm off, like that dude got his armpit off in Florida, or some shit. You know, then you know, then they want to kill the fucking lion. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's real spill, bro. That's a real spill. And it, it ain't no it ain't no different here, dude. You hear that shit, dude. Certain things your chick could say, or some random chick chick could say about you. That shit, you hear it, it hurts your pride. But as a man, you you gotta be stoic and you gotta keep it moving, or you can't react with emotion. Then you look that as weak, or you a punk ass bitch ass nigga, or whatever the situation may be. We know how it go. But that's, you know, a lot of times that's your natural instinct. But once you, like I told y'all, I posted, posted that video this morning of the dudes talking about, you know, controlling your emotions as a man. You got to. And if you, you can't control your emotions, it's not an anger thing. Let me say that real quick. That shit is not an anger thing, y'all. That's not having an anger problem. Trust and believe me, that's not having an anger problem. That's just having an emotional, a temporary a, 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 a feeling for emotion. But if you walk away, take a deep breath, whatever you whatever you do, venti and homie, whatever the situation may be, however you however you go about the shit, right? And you wake up tomorrow, you, you ain't going to feel the same way. You might. And if you do wake up tomorrow, you sleep on it for a week or two, and you wake up and you feel like you want to still do the same thing, well, guess what? At least you thought it through with clarity. But I guarantee you, most of the times you sit there, you sleep on it, and the shit not that bad. You're like, okay, I can move on, bro. It's going to be hard to move on or whatever, but whatever. But it's the old saying, never let them see you sweat. That's just what it is. Never let them see you sweat. But he heard that shit, bro. He heard niggas talking shit about him. Trust and believe me. He heard that shit. And it, 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 made, it made him real uncomfortable. Trust and believe me. It made it made dog real uncomfortable. When you hear a different fan, then when you start hearing your own people say the shit, right? When you start hearing your own people in your town start turning on you and start, oh, that nigga don't want to fight buddy, scary ass, whole ass nigga. You start hearing people say like that, touch your pride, bro. No matter if you're from the hood, from middle class, upper class, or whatever. You know, that shit hurt. And then your kids get to go to school and hear your girlfriend, y'all get in an argument. You ain't gonna do that shit to Bud Crawford, bitch. Your bitch ass ain't gonna do that shit to Terrence Crawford. You wanna come talk tough to me, no man, especially you dealing with black women. They gonna throw that shit right in your motherfucking face every time. So he heard that shit. He like, man, nah, man, Al, you ain't gonna make me look like no baby back bitch. 
Make that fucking fight, or I'll just sit here and wait. And that and that's and that's what it came down to. Man, at the end of the day, dude, it ain't hey dude, hey man, it ain't shit wrong with your pride hurting, bro. Trust and believe me, ain't shit wrong with your pride hurting. That's what it's supposed to do in this situation. You pose a man up and take it how it come. Ain't shit gonna come easy out here. Excuse me. Ain't shit gonna come easy. Trust and believe me, ain't shit gonna come easy out here. At all. So at some point, it's gonna be tough. And, and credit to him, dude, for sitting there telling Al, like, nah, bro, we're not going to take it. We're not going to take it. We're not going to take it anymore. Credit to him. Al tried to make him go out there look like a business. And I'm glad he said that shit, too. And you, they got to subliminally sneak this out because... Anytime somebody you sign with somebody, they talking about sign nine disclosure agreement. Even if you sign it, you know they on some bull jive. You know what it is. That's one thing to say. Well, if you work in this kitchen, you can't share our secret recipe to whatever. I was watching a video on how honey buns is being made in the Food Network YouTube channel, and that's understandable. They said they got secret spices and blends and all this shit that they can't share. Okay, that's cool. But some shit like this, dude, where somebody supposed to do what's best for you. You know, and they post they owe you the fiduciary duty to do so, that's different. That's super duper different. Let me read some of these comments. He said, Time to walk back every negative comment you said about Earl. This man is stand-up guy, and Crawford knows that. At the end of the day, dude, I ain't walking back shit. I said what I said. I said what I said. Less a nigga put a pistol to his head. I said what I said. He said, when you go get a belt, we're going to fight. He knew Al Heyman didn't want to fight, right? So why are you going around here egging on the fans, egging on Terrence Crawford, saying, I'm going to take the easy route. Oh, he on the wrong side of the street. The nigga crossed the street. Then y'all turn around and make it look like he doing bad business. And I'm going to get there. The niggas turn around and say, they didn't slander the man's name. Do you want me to praise the nigga for saying at the end of the day, oh, we was just, we was just bullshitting? Hell no. Nah. He was part of this, this scheme, too. He's a bitch-ass nigga for carrying out that scheme. And he can act like uh, he was trolling 70-30. You think I'm going to put respect on a grown man trolling another grown man? I don't respect that, bro. And at the end of the day, when shit got serious and shit got, you know, he got knee-deep on some funkadelic shit, when they got in too deep on some LL Cool J shit, God. Then he want to tell L or Al, I'm I'm bullshitting now. I, I really want to fight. Stop bullshitting now. Come on. Ain't nobody respecting that shit. You trolling another grown ass man and his livelihood. You trying to starve him out. Then, man, I can go on for days doing this shit, to be honest. We'll be here all day. Then he going to say, well, me and Al probably would have let him take the Albanesian fight if he gave us a head ups. And when the man said he gave y'all a head up and told y'all that he going to go do something without, with or without y'all in December. You want to throw all you want to throw all that away and give him his credibility back when he, when he was egging this man and dragging this man's name in the mud. You think Terrence Crawford gonna say, "Well, let me take it easy on this nigga"? Hell no. Terrence Crawford had to deal with the trolls, the fans, the media. Real talk, man. I don't say this every day. It was literally Terrence Crawford versus everybody. Just like it's really Detroit versus everybody. It was Terrence Crawford versus everybody. So no, he don't get no pass and he don't get no apology this way. He was in on the trolling and the bullshit and the backlash and everything. He was he deserved every piece of backlash a nigga gave him on YouTube and some. And some he didn't get. Tyree, salute. Johnson, what's going on? Fotex said, what up? What's your thoughts on Big Catfish, Jerron Ennis? I don't really have no talk, thoughts on it, bro. I ain't going to make it around her. Erling uh, taking shit. I mean, hey, he was supposed to say that. Bud is in his Tyson Fury. He said, Al didn't uh, want Bud to run off with the belts. Okay, my thing is this, bro. What do the belts got to do with it? I heard it's a two-fight deal, too, possibly. I don't know. I think I heard that from somebody. What do what do what do Bud what do belts got to do with it? What belts got to do with it? Where he gonna run to? 
All Al got to do is tell the WBA, order this nigga 10 mandatories and drop one. So where he running to with belts at 36 years old, 35 years old? Where he running to? He going to sign back to top rank? So be it. Who do, who do ESP, who do PBC got that they got promising? They don't, they don't own Jerron Ennis. So they don't have Jerron Ennis on the roster. So who, who you want to get Keith a belt? Come on, you want to get uh, Ugas a belt, Barrios a belt? Y'all had the division long enough. It ain't really about the belts. Because even if Terrence Crawford got all the belts, more than likely he going to want to move up and he going to relinquish. And if he don't move up, he can relinquish. Al Heyman and other promotional, got promotional companies got enough juice to, to make the W make the, all the sanction belt bodies order, order him to drop them. So at the end of the day, he might he might defend the belts one time at a maximum. Then the belts are dispersing all your guys in position. Earl Spence is going to relinquish the belts. He ain't going to stay there forever and defend them. So the whole belt thing, that's cap. Al Heyman knows he's about to lose it all from Crawford. I don't think he's going to lose it all. What you losing? What was Errol Spence going to go? What Errol Spence can't do after the fight? What was Errol? Okay, what's Errol Spence's potential? JT, what's his potential? What's the end game? To go up and fight Canelo? Come on, I mean, I mean, come on. What's the end game? Fight Jamil Charlo? Is that gonna make him a superstar? What is you losing? You only can you you only way you become a superstar is take risks, bro. He beat Crawford, turn around, beat Jamil Charlo, turn around, fight Canelo. Hey, anything can happen. Al Heyman plan was for Earl to fight Bud in 2024. Earl work rate is too much for Crawford. He be trying to skill him to death. Not enough power. Well, that's your opinion. Don't really care about it here. Henry, what's going on, bro? I always thought Earl was uh was with it. I knew it was Al Hammond. He needs to leave the shit come. Look here, dude. Don't don't kind of just like put it all on Al neither, bro. He came out here and he started snitching and shit on Al. I ain't mad at it. Don't just put it all on Al. He played the role too. Don't act like Earl Smith didn't play a role in this and egging on and dragging Terrence Crawford name in the mud. Dear James, y'all forget so quick. Shit, a bitch will drag y'all niggas through the mud. A nice looking bitch, you want to fuck a bad bitch. She'll drag your name through the mud. Hold you all types of shit. Text you late night, say, I want to fuck. Y'all, most of y'all niggas be over there with your shit whipped out. Ready to go raw and get child support to the hoe. Ain't got no self-discipline, no dick discipline, no self-integrity. Whatever. This is, you know, a lot of y'all niggas and had, you know, had chicks like that shit, dude. And, oh, bitch, please. I'm a boss, nigga. In my mind, I'm a boss. I'm gonna move on how I want to move. And have I lost out on a lot of you know opportunities or women? Hell yeah. If it ain't on my time, shit, I don't even, you know, I'm the fucking boss. I'm the one that's gonna be throwing out cash. I'm gonna be the head of the relationship. It's on it's on my terms. I always been like that. Hey, at the end of the day, if I come back and you don't want to fuck with me or you want to fuck with me on your turn. That's what that shit is. It's a power struggle. That's all bitches be wanting is, is to trap you in power struggle. I was trying to school some dudes at the gym. These young niggas don't listen, dude. They're going to go around, make the same motherfucking mistakes we did, or a lot of us did, and get trapped in a fucked up relationship. I asked a young nigga, like, man, what you think you get from marriage at the gym? Because they stopped to ask me a question, right? I don't even talk. But somewhere, I, you know, I stopped and I was like, man, he said, he said, well, you get loyalty. I said, boy. You don't know shit about marriage, dude, man. Married people be fucking the most. And we all know it to be true. And everybody talk about married men, and I can tell you my experiences, kind of being around and conversating, seeing how they move here and there, different jobs and different people. But them married women, something else too. They throw the box at you expeditiously. And I don't play them games. These niggas weak in the head. They kill you over a bitch. Earl work rate uh, matter on the opponent's uh, opponent skill and out uh, only ma only matter on the opponent skill. Al Hammond didn't want to risk the control of the okay. What's the control of the division? Like y'all keep saying he didn't want to risk the control of the division. What do he control? He don't own Jerron Ennis. He don't own Virgil Ortiz. They're gonna be next up to get belts. He on Keith Thurman Barrios to Ugas and they a sweet lick to lose at any given time. So my thing is he not losing nothing. At some point, at some point, you gotta have an overturn. When you at work, at some point, you gotta have turnover. If it's a shift turnover, if it's a parts turnover, you know, whatever it may be. If it's a slight different model and truck turnover, you know, if you you know refreshing your Excel sheet, you you working in the office, and now you gotta work on another Excel sheet, or you gotta work on another case. 
it's some type of turnover where you got to refresh or reboot or restock something. You got to turn over the division. He don't have another a dog in the race unless he signs Jerron Ennis. So what, what other thoroughbred he got in the race? Riddle me that, Batman. So, A.B. Salute. I don't believe that. Flame on 24, shout out to Duval County in the house. I don't believe that. I'm going to debunk all that. Let somebody come with a, a fair deal. You giving up control of what, bro? Earl going to drop the belts. Two people going to get one. Jerron Ennis instantly going to be the champion. Virgil Ortiz probably going to be staying on this. He's going to be the champion or title holders. There's two belts going, going down the line. So you worried about the other two. Let's say Keith Ugas get one. And, you know, who else you got in line? Alexis Rocha, Cody, maybe Cody Crowley get one. Okay. Cody Crowley and, you know, Keith Thurman. Come on, bro. What is that going to bring? Nothing. Josh Taylor instantly move up and challenge and be the super mandatory, super WO champion, beat the shit out of Cody Crowley. No disrespect to Cody Crowley because I like him. He's a good fighter. Don't call me, bud, nigga, head, head ass. He said, let's see if Spence bring the same good energy he had in the Porter and Danny Thurman fight. I ain't like the energy he fought in the Sean fight. This is something seemed a little bit off in that fight. Congrats to Earl for finally putting his foot down to Al Heyman. And that's his version of the story. The, the honest version might be somewhere in between. You just never know. He said, you seen a Bud and Boo? Yeah, I don't feel like talking about it for what. Uh, walk back with the fuck. He said, uh, if he beat Bud on the layoff, the truth for real, but I doubt it. I mean, shit, you never know. No, you never know. He, I mean, is it truly a layoff? If it truly a layoff for him? I mean, he used to fight once a year. So you really can't say, man, he already adapted to his environment. So it really ain't no layoff. It really ain't no layoff. I got some entire information on that too, dude. If I remember, I'll share if I don't want meant to be. So if it's really a real, is it really a real inconvenience? Because let, let these new age boxing fans tell you, Fighting less and staying sharp in the gym is better. So we can't have it both ways. We can't come on here after the fight, he lose, and he just he looked a little rusty and say, well, you know, it was the layoffs. It was Al Heyman. No, I never go against Al Heyman. No, I said if they fight less and they, they, stay, they, stay, they stay sharp and sparring and they fight less, that was better for them. So we can't have it both ways. What side of the pendulum you niggas going to be on? Are we going to fight once a year and that's better for the boxer's health and extend his 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 uh his career, which I already told y'all that scientifically is bullshit, right? Or is it oh man, he need to be fighting, be more active, be more sharp? Now I've been on that that side of the argument. Some other people been on that side of the argument, but a lot of you niggas been on the other side of the argument. A lot of y'all. So you can't have it both ways. You can't switch your username up. That's why I swear I wish YouTube made made a uh, 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 subscribe. I wish they made a subscriber tier. And a content creator tier where content creators it was all like verified or, or something like that. They had a special blue mark or whatever. I don't know. They give a little check after a while. You reach certain, but something that separate content creators from subscribers and subscribers had to verify certain information and they were just dubbed as subscribers and viewers on YouTube. And you had to create a certain amount of videos or watch hours to be considered a verified content creator. I wish. That'll, that'll stop a lot of bullshit. A lot of niggas having to remake accounts and all that to stop all that. Bud and Earl uh, pretty much checked out. Bud did the same thing, same raising his price and exposing the tactics last year. He said, brother, uh, June 2nd, the tickets go on sale 10 a.m. I don't know if that's Eastern or, or uh, hold on. I don't know if that's Eastern or uh, Pacific time, but I'm going to tell you right now, my buddy. Body, body, Harley, Marley, donut shop. The tickets I posted, those are just projected resale. So if you don't get them, that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna resale on. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold up. Wait on oh, my niggas that be giving it done. It just say 10 a.m. So I don't know if that's Eastern. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's Eastern. I heard the press conference is on Wednesday. So I don't know. I just heard it's on Wednesday. I just wish your boy heard. So yeah, so the press the tickets go on sale Friday. That's Friday, June 2nd. And on Wednesday, it's supposed to be the press conference. So yeah. Yeah. I wish it was the Friday I had off. Next Friday, should I be right at my computer at 10? I don't want to use the work computer, dude. Now, some people be looking, but you know a set of this different set of rules when you when you the minority up in that boy. They call me in the office. Did you were you on this website ordering tickets? Yeah. Get fired. <laughs> 
I'm good. Triumph is boxes. They said June 2nd tickets going on sale. Jalen, what's going on? Whole ass cowboys. Mark McCarthy said, I'm gonna go ahead and call them plays. Earl, I didn't promise him nothing. I promised the fans. Yeah, he did say that. So it is what it is. Like I told y'all, I said, Oh man, y'all, you should apologize for Earl. Not Earl played the role just well. He played the role well. Don't exonerate him. Just say, I was, I was just bullshit, man. No, man, don't, don't. We got sound clips and videos for days how he how he was acting. Dude, no, he don't get exonerated. He don't he don't get a he don't get excused from that bullshit. Keith probably shooting up the one sixty versus Laura Garcia when Keith ain't got the balls to do so. Keith Thurman, man, that dude's that dude just he been retired. I, I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah, the press conference if I heard is Wednesday. Don't quote me. Don't turn a rumor. Not enough power. Are you crazy, blind man? Let let dudes have their opinion. Ain't no point of going back and forth. They gonna sell it in the ring, and we'll see. They gonna move them lines. Mark my words. He said them belts and his cash cow. Is it man, dude? Ain't tank his cash cow? Ain't stanky tanky his cash cow? Because if Earl was his cash cow, Earl would be active. Tell me I'm lying. If Earl was a cash cow, you know, Earl would be front and center. I'm just being real. If Earl was a cash cow, he'd be front and center. He not. They making waves for Tank. Tim Zoop more of a cash cow at PBC than he is, at least at Showtime. That motherfucker, is, is, is he more active than any other PBC fighter? He might be on Showtime three times this year. Spence don't look like he wants to fight. He just throwing in my cap season shirts. I mean, shit, niggas be tired and shit, man. Like I said, niggas be tired, bro. You never know where niggas hot head at. You know, he probably trying to get in shape for training. I don't really read too much into him. He got a nice kind of calm, stoic demeanor, too. I know he said he won that girl, uh, his girlfriend, YouTube. He was trying to control his uh, emotions and shit. And dude, we all we all trying to you know control that. And once you control that, and like I tell you, once you able to control your emotions, just not with women. But women just know how to manipulate them the best. Even your moms know how to manipulate your sisters, manipulate your shit. But once you learn how to do that, you got dick discipline. You could tell a bitch no, and put your dick down on the bitch. Say, nah, I ain't doing that today. Put your foot down. You're a dangerous man, bro. With a little hustle in there, dude, you can do whatever you want to do. Like I said, them belts, them belts don't, them belts was gonna be up in the air regardless. He was gonna move and relinquish the belts anyway. The belts is a joke. It wasn't no way Al Heyman was gonna say, "Well, Earl Spence, go ahead and lose and let Ugas or Keith Thurman get all the belts." The belts was gonna be relinquished regardless. He couldn't transfer all the belts without Earl Spence losing to somebody. So the belts, it didn't matter. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Didn't really matter. Will Crawford Spitz be on paper if you said a million? I don't know about a million. It ain't going to come close to tanking, oh boy. And Ryan, I don't think so. ESPN will likely get the WBO. Mario Barrios. Yeah, let's see how long that lasts. Make it last forever. Is anyone happy that the fight is here? Because I am, man. I'll be happy when them niggas in the ring. I see why they hate Bud Crawford fucked up everything PBC and then he son boots. Yeah, I ain't getting into all that bullshit for what? It's 300 pay-per-view sales for them. I, I heard somebody told me something like that, but I don't know, bro. I stay out of it. It was one third. I think it was. I think it was like 150. I could believe 150. And I did hear somebody say 300. Spence wasn't sure if he was he stronger, like his fans think. I mean, obviously, it's always if you just never know. Come fight night. I heard him say like, I don't know if I'm I'm a I'm a stronger guy, but you don't know. <laughs> Because you train for eight to ten, eight to ten, eight to twelve weeks. Some of these guys have fat camp before training camp. You just don't know, bro. You don't know if you're gonna be stronger on fight night. I mean, you training all this time to peak on one night. You just don't know. It, it ain't no science science to peak it on one night. You can have the best scientific formula to help you look great on one night, but in boxing, you never know. You can get old overnight. You can get tired. You can you could be stressed out. You can get sick. So you you just don't really know. So I don't blame them. You don't know till you in there. And sometimes you be thinking a motherfucker tough. And you hear Danny Jacobs talking about he was hearing all about Triple G Power when he got in there. It wasn't all that. So as a fighter, you just don't know. 
it's different. It's different in the NBA. Come playoff time, everybody beat up, everybody tired. We playing every other day, other you know, two days in between on road games, some some series. Is, you know, it's different. We all on the same level, but you never know. If I'm coming in with 30 fights, you coming in with 30 fights, that's different than us. We played 18 two games, you play 82 games. That's different. My 30 fights may not be equal to your 30 fights. I might have took more punishment in my 30 fights. If I'm 30, you 33. I might be a tired 33. I might be a fresher 30. You just never know in boxing. That's the mystery about boxing. Some guy, I mean, you see Holyfield have a shitty performance leading up to the Mike Tyson original fight. He come out, he looked like Superman versus Mike Tyson. So the whole old adage, oh, you only as good as your last fight, that, that's been proven to be cap in a lot of different fights. Everybody talking about how Lomachenko was on the downslope, and I told y'all that was bullshit. He had a valid excuse, and look, he came out versus Devin Haney spitting hot fire. So y'all can listen to these old fucking boxing adverbs that they got out here about, about certain shit. A lot of that shit be lies. Crawford is a great boxer, but all his pay-per-views events are... So is Errol Smith's pay-per-view events are flops. He, his number's terrible, too. So at the end of the day, y'all acting like these niggas over here doing great numbers. Outside of Deontay Wilder, Fury, two and three, or you could say one, and Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia, ain't no great pay-per-views over at PBC or affiliated with PBC. Daryl Spence has no great pay-per-view numbers. Other than with Mikey Garcia, if you want to see 350 was a success, that's cool. But other than that, all the other numbers was trash, too. He do the same numbers Terrence Crawford do outside the Victor Postal pay-per-view. And we know why that flopped. No championships in Detroit in the last 10 years. I remember that. Don't worry about that shit. And Dallas, what the fuck y'all didn't want? Y'all ain't won shit in the last 10 years neither. That, that Mavericks pay-per-view, that Mavericks championship was how long ago, nigga? That's more than 10 years ago. So what y'all won in Dallas? And you in L.A. So you probably a L.A., Dallas, Rams, Cowboy fan, nigga. I can't stand them niggas that, that be from, I don't know, they be from all over the country, but they favorite team, the Yankees, the Lakers, uh, the Cowboys. Man, I don't have no respect for them hoe-ass fans like that. And all that Amer American patriotism, that's American cocksucking. Said what I said. I don't have no respect for fans like that. And nothing but Ben had. Then in 94, they was Patriot fan or Broncos fan. And then they was part of the Patriot dynasty, man. This some of the most dick-sucking and click-hopping fans in history. I don't know if social media just exposing that. Or is it, you know, or is it just, you know, that's how it is. Like, niggas, real niggas stick to their hometown team. No matter how bad your hometown team, where you grew up at, them your teams. And you stick by them. But y'all ain't got no loyalty. Then y'all be going to get married. Y'all can't even be loyal to the Cowboys. Nigga Jalen the Rams fan on when they win, the Cowboy fans when they win, when they lose and he ain't claiming nobody. Y'all go get married. He can't even stay loyal to y'all sports teams. Watch, if Errol Spencer, Terrence Crawford lose, they fans going to be claiming Keith Thurman and claiming Canelo Alvarez and claiming Jamil Charlo and shit. Watch how quick niggas jump off his, off these niggas' dicks and, and forget how good they was because of one loss. Only thing y'all celebrate BMF. What y'all celebrating in that Dallas? Shit, Pride Week around, Pride Month around that boy. Cause I heard about Dallas, man. I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard that's rainbow season down there. She heard that be down there busting it open. Pause. He said last time that's cool. Last Dallas Dallas Cowboy title nine ninety something. Jimmy ain't walking through that though. Jimmy ain't walking through that though. Y'all ain't been shit with Jimmy or Tom Landry ain't walking through that door. I think Frank Martin fighting July 15th. I've been told y'all Isaac Cruz is the co-feature, but yeah, y'all listen. It's Crawford B. Spencer. You rank him higher than Roy. Hell no, I ain't ranking him higher than Roy Jones. You watch your rapid ass fucking mind. Hell no. That motherfucker gotta go dig up prime Sugar Ray Robinson and be Sugar Ray Robinson. Roy Jones, one of the for sure 10 best fighters to ever do it. He might be higher than that. Ain't nobody, ain't too many fighters greater than uh, Roy Jones. Hell no. Nah. Floyd Mayweather ain't better than Roy Jones on my list. Bug getting the same pay that he got versus Avocado. Hey, you never know. If that's the case, shit, it is what it is. Shit. And that shit all spin the same. The only thing, only fight I'm paying for. He said, niggas talk all that black Jesus shit when Devin Haney, he only do 150K. Disgusting. The fake love is real. Ever since Spence fought, 
Mikey, his numbers kept on declining. Yeah, Mikey was the pull. Mikey was the uh, what these hoes say they the prize. Mikey was the prize. I'm a Laker cow. Like I said, there you go. There you go. What a fucking combination. Two of the most fan sausage riding franchises of all time. Look at that combination. What I tell you. What I tell you. That's why you need real fathers in the house to not let that happen. Come on, man. That's what you need fathers around to teach y'all how to how to be proper sports fans and shit. Shit. Earl, uh, I look weird. Y'all gonna keep it. Then when the fight come, he start putting in work and, you know, he do what he do. Ain't nobody gonna talk about the eye. I don't really give a fuck about it. If his daddy, his mammy say he good enough to go out there and his bitch let him go out there like that, so be it. I ain't got, ain't got no bearing on me. Celtics about to make history. I said that from the beginning. Then old Gabe Vincent got put out, so that helped them out too. Did top rank lose the ESPN? Man, that deal don't expire till August 2025, dude. We might not be around this motherfucker. We might not even be in boxing the cure. The last fight, uh, three years too late. Three, I that was three might be a little understatement. He said, so, so what do Antonio Tarver got to do with being Roy Jones? What do Antonio Tarver got to do with it, bro? Honestly. Because when people say, oh, Antonio Tarver beat Roy Jones, nobody tell the whole story. And I'm not here to retell the whole story. We all know Roy Jones moved up and moved back down to fight Antonio Tarver. And he beat Antonio Tarver the first fight. So what they got to do with it? Do prime Roy Jones at 175 beat Antonio Tarver? He beat the shit out of him. He already beat him. Roy Jones looked old as fuck when he came back down uh, from heavyweight. He should have never came back down. So we know that wasn't the best version of Roy Jones. And he still beat Antonio Tarver. What did Antonio Tarver do after that? Nothing. He got beat up by Bernard fucking Hopkins. Did Chad Dawson beat Antonio Tarver too? So just because you beat somebody, it don't make you better than them. It don't. It do not make you better than them. It's a lot more that going today. He said, let's let's go, bud. First fight I want to be on. I don't know how the Vegas, uh, how how like been in Vegas. That shit man, depending on where you live at. He said, "Who wants to be in cold Detroit? Anyway? Who want to be out in LA with all them fake ass niggas and them fake ass hoes? Who want to be out in LA? Well, y'all can't even carry a, gl- a Glock. Now I can walk around with a Glock, a motherfucker M sixteen. I can walk around with anything around this motherfucker. I can open carry." Y'all got boat action rifle in New York and a whole bunch of fruity in the booty Hollywood weirdos. Why want to be in the city of Los Angeles? Who want to be in a city where the angels got lost? Fuck LA. Why want to be in that fruity tooty town? You feel me, Reggie? Niggas rather be in the land of the trill. Not, not the fruity tooty Texas. I'm in LA. Shit. Fuck, I fuck with the bay. Y'all weak-ass Kawhi Leonard and weak-ass LeBron James. Yeah, Roy up there for me, too. Weak-ass LeBron. Talking about, I tore a tendon in my, man, I tore a tendon in my foot. Oh, oh, this is why we getting our ass wood. Oh, my foot. Oh, my paw. Oh, my paw. L.A. for rich people. Rich, weird people. Niggas weird out in L.A. Whole bunch of weird ass niggas, man. Niggas fighting over colors and gangs and all that shit. They fighting over colors and gangs, but but won't but won't fight the clan, won't fight oppression, won't fight weirdism going on in LA. What Tim Dog say? Fort Compton, doom, doom. Stupid ass niggas fighting over colors. And I forgot what he said on that song. I listened to that Tim Dog song. Fort Compton, doom, doom. That shit was funny. Kind of weird ass niggas out in LA, dude. Get out of here, dude. Y'all fight killing niggas because he wore the wrong color. Nobody got time for that. Y'all like them weird old Hollywood actors that come with 10 pounds of lube and they luggage and shit because they know when they sign their Hollywood deal, they got to bust it open. I'm good. Her living as Matias is on a bud. I ain't hear that. I heard different. I'd heard different. I didn't hear that. I heard they were not on that. I ain't they ain't, I heard they ain't fighting. How about that? I could tell you who he he fighting, but I don't. I mean, he fighting. I heard he fighting Rancis Bartholomew on the Danny Garcia Lara undercard. That's just what I heard. That's just what I heard. And I heard that Jerron Ennis may not fight Ruben Villa, but he fighting uh, July twenty second 
or July something, 22nd in Atlantic City. So he gonna headline and I think they made the right decision, but it might not be Ruben Villa. How do somebody bet online? Like, I mean, depending on where you live at. I could legally bet through the apps. I mean, you go to bet. I mean, I forget. I don't know what they they use some offshore lines. I don't use offshore lines. We legal over here. Somebody put them in the right direction. They don't even have lakes. Yeah, because the Lakers came from Minnesota. Minnesota was the land of lakes. Damn, Detroit, you killing the chat. Yeah, he said Detroit must be musty and cold. And I know y'all ain't talking with y'all. No dressing, high sock wearing ass niggas, man. And y'all nappy-headed assholes out there from that sunlight. Y'all head be y'all hoes head be dry as hell. They need some castor oil in them hoes head. They bad in the motherfucker though. Which y'all be sharing, y'all be sharing y'all hoes out in LA with the Hollywood weirdos. Your chick be going out there to them sushi eating motherfucking uh house parties when she lay on the table and they eating sushi off her clitoris and all that. Yeah, you sharing your shit, your chick with Holly Weirdo. You selling them with the streets and shit. Shit. Detroit the land of real, real niggas, nigga. Straight up and down. Well, look at Big Meech. I think I'm Big Meech. You look at Big Meech and then look at Wack 100. Come on, man. That's all you need to know. <laughs> look at the game. One of y'all most gangsters rappers of all time. Then he what's that show that the game with that that show that the game went on? And you it used to come on uh, TV and you could choose to stay or, or not be with the chick. And he chose to stay with the chick and she left his ass. What was the name of the name of that show? Change of Heart or something like that? Y'all don't get me started on y'all niggas, man. Don't get me started on y'all niggas, dude. Come on, man. Come on. And you think you're bigger, but to me, you just that big ass nigga. Ain't worth the fools. Y'all let Suge Knight go around here punking and slapping all y'all rappers and shit. Suge had y'all niggas scared to write. A-Kind Bodyguard came in and gave him that garlic parm. Boom, boom. Dropped this scary ass. 50 cent of them niggas ran them niggas off with some, some, some knives and shit. This big bag Suge and shit. Shit, you can go anywhere in Detroit. Let's can you go. I go anywhere. I'm good in any hood. I live in one of the most dangerous hoods in Detroit, so hey, it is what it is. Shit, now you can't go anywhere in LA, and probably neither me, and I don't want to. Shit, look what y'all did to PNB Rock. Then they can't even have chicken and waffles. Y'all niggas starving. Y'all got more homeless motherfuckers out there than anything. Y'all, these brothers starving. <laughs> Them niggas out there in LA starving like a motherfucker, man. You probably got a whole. Man, niggas be having whole section eight houses under the bridge and shit, man. Go to East LA talking that talking that shit, uh, Jayla. Go out there, Oscar De La Hoya hood. They gonna chop your ass up, spear rib style. Damn, why he on Detroit head like that? Cause man, he a Dallas Laker fan, Yankee fan. He ain't, you know, he got ten teams. He can't be like real niggas like us and just all our teams in one vicinity. Nigga, probably favorite college football team is Oklahoma. His favorite basketball team probably like. Uh, UCLA or some shit like that. I lived in San Diego five years, and if you wear the wrong colors, they on your ass. Seen plenty of people get ran down. That was from 01 2006. Even friends with uh, Crips ain't even let me slide when wrong. Yeah, you better not say, you better say blipping, oh, cripping, cripping, whatever. You better use the proper word. I don't got no time for that dumb nigga shit. I really don't. He said Roy Jones is his fall from Roy Legacy is his fall. Yeah, it kind of that kind of did hurt, and they kept fighting. So I appreciate the super chat beyond his uh his uh thing, but yeah, no, I ain't really sending no chat. So I'm about to just I'm about to spend another ten minutes be gone. Let me run this again for y'all. So here with uh, I'm a man of my word. Like I, like I said, people thought I was gonna move up, but I just like I told him when we encountered each other in Oklahoma. Said I'm gonna get these belts on my side, and I'm gonna come take yours and. You know, this is where we at now, and I stood on that. Even if it was leaving me standing out the ring a whole year, they trying to get me to fight other people. This is the fight I wanted, so I stuck to my guns and was like, I'm not fighting until I fight Terrence Crawford, so my team got it going. I'm a man of my word. Like I, <clears throat> like I said, people thought I was going to move up, but I, just like I told him when we encountered each other in Oklahoma, I said, I'm going to get these belts on my side, and I'm going to come take yours, and you know, this is where we at now, and I stood on that. Even if it was leaving me standing out the ring a whole year, they trying to get me to fight other people. This is the fight I wanted, so I stuck to my guns and was like, I'm not fighting until I fight Terrence Crawford, so my team got it going.
I'm a man of my word. Like, I so yeah, you heard what he said, and uh, you heard what he said. So, um, me, see, I'm a man of my word, and and all that, and he he made it happen. If he didn't make it happen, or if he was starving for money, and or he didn't have his shit together, then we wouldn't have had no fight. So you got to tip your hat to him, but I'm not about to completely exonerate him. I'm not going to completely exonerate him for, uh, yeah, I'm not going to completely exonerate him for, you know, what he did in the role he played and and what he did, what they did to Terrence Crawford and how the fans ran with it. That's just my opinion. I ain't saying, you know, if you don't believe me, F you. No, I ain't saying that. I ain't saying, I mean, believe what you want to blind here to change. Nobody mind, bro. You see Terrence Crawford, you see his body at work. You see my body work when I get in the ring. Yeah, everybody already know. As soon as I get in the ring, I'm stepping. And I expect him to step too. We're going to put on a great show and a great performance. This is a throwback fight for me. I feel like this is a throwback fight. Do you feel you need a knockout in this fight? to send the kind of message you want to send to the public about how great you are as a champion. Errol? Um, not necessarily need a knockout, but it's, it's something that, you know, if it happens, I, I definitely oblige to it. But um, if I do get the knockout, that'd be great. If I don't, hey, that's cool, too, as long as I get the victory. And I feel like watching my fights, all my fights are exciting. So it's definitely going to be an exciting fight, action-packed fight. And um, I'm willing to put on a great show, great performance. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. If I get him hurt, I'm going for the knockout. You know, I don't have a 100% ratio in knockouts in the welterweight division for nothing. I feel like ever since I moved up, I became meaner, stronger. I'm punching harder. So, of course, you know, if the knockout come, now I put a stamp on all the talks, you know, no, no debate, you know, but all in all, the object is get the victory. If I get him hurt, I'm going for so you hear, bud. Um, but if you look at the whole interview, Terrence Crawford looking like, boy, you done, you done fucked up now. That's how he looking at him. He looking at him like he fooled. He like, bro, I'm just glad he did it, bro. He done, he done made this motherfucker mistake. I'm about to tear that ass up. That's how Terrence Crawford's looking at him. Kind of like how Benavidez was, kind of how Benavidez was looking at, uh, How Benavidez was looking at Caleb Plant when they met in the middle of the ring, looking like, man, this nigga is fooled. <laughs> do he know what the fuck he do he know what he done did? What uh John Stark said in that 30 for 30 Reggie winning time? He said, Did he just this man just really did this? <laughs> he said, This man just really did this. He said, I can't believe it, man. He really did that. He gonna, man, dude, the way Terrence Crawford was looking at, bro, the way he really was looking at him, dog, the way he really was looking at, dog, he was looking like, bro, this, I'm gonna fuck cuz up. He got five years or so of frustration. He got five years of frustration. He gonna try to hurt this dude, bro. I'm telling you. And that might and that might and that might work against him to be honest. That might work to Eros, but you can't fight emotional in a fight, though. We all know that. Not no boxing match. It's a different beast. It's a different beast. But he, he I mean, that interview, he was just looking like, bro, I'm try to fuck dog up. That's how he was looking like, man. I can man, he was looking like, hmm. Hmm. Roy getting KO, uh, in KO more talk about his actual KOs. Said, Glad Bud get the shine, Bud ready for the fish. Bernie said, Bud, Mama B Day, the same day of the fight. Ooh, you can't get your ass with the old Mama B Day, but then again, his mama was talking shit. The mommy be talking, she losing, mama gonna let him lay that down. Earl can use that as motivation too, though. To be real, Earl can use that shit as motivation too. I'm gonna fuck you up your mama's birthday. And I'm gonna send her a present and blow her a kiss after I knock your bitch ass out. That's promotion.
So imagine if I, hey, you know, let me write the write the uh, let me write the goddamn script. That's promotion. That's promotion. That's promotion. Man, nigga, man, I, I'd be vicious on a boxing face off. Any nigga from Detroit would that grew up in, in the city of Detroit. Everybody got a little gift to gab. Especially if you grew up without, bruh, or you grew up with a fine mama or some fine sisters, nigga, or something like that. Well, you had to be quick. If you wasn't quick, you was gonna learn to be quick. You learn, you had to know how to cap. You had to learn how to cap, bro. For real. You're gonna take some L's early on, but especially you hooping, playing football, all that shit. Yeah, you're gonna learn to be quick as you're gonna learn to be quick and as sharp as a knife, bro. I'm always down for the one-on-one flaming niggas. I ain't flaming nigga in a minute, but as a kid or growing up, a teenager, oh, man. Sometimes I can hit a nigga with three or four, five jokes before he could think of one. That's that's just natural growing up here. Y'all see how Tony Harrison talked that shit. You see how Tony Harrison talked that shit. That's just natural, bro. When you play sports, especially sports, you got fire mama or whatever situation may be, or you, you less fortunate or whatever, all of them the best. The best, the best, they got the best brain for that shit. I used to roast girls, all types of shit. I didn't give a fuck. I mean, I made this one girl cry. I still kind of feel bad about that shit. I, I forget what I said. My friend, when he see me, he, bring, he always bring that shit up. He always, man, she ran out the class. Like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, I surprised our brother ain't want to fight. We was cool, though. We used to be hoop on the same team. I flamed the shit out of Courtney ass, boy. I forgot what I said, dog. I said some vicious shit. That's when I was at my peak of my evil ways. You think Devin Henney controversy is too big, uh, too big because nothing else was going on. They announced Crawford to show. Yeah, you know how I go. I'm glad they just shut up about Crawford and Spence before that, and we got to talk about something else. Do fighters like like that practice Islam or don't have a popular opinion like Crawford, Spence, better BF? They deliver in the ring. Haney, excuse me, Haney, Crawford, and uh, and uh, better BF, bro. I don't be pushing these niggas' agenda. I don't. Like I said, I don't be believing in black people. Black people have let me down too much in my life. I don't be having, I be having the lowest expectations for black women. I had the lowest expectation for for the brothers, bro. Unless I unless unless I know you, you got a good you you got a good record in my book, bro. You come through. I don't have no expectations for y'all, bro. I don't put shit past y'all. I mean, I remember one day I dropped my wallet at the liquor store. Somebody, I, I think it was like a New Year's or something. Somebody actually dropped it back in my uh my uh. Mailbox and shit. I let the block up. But I, I was surprised. But yeah, I don't put no faith in, in people, people, humanity at all. I don't. I don't put no faith in nobody do the right thing, even though I do the right thing. Whereas one dude, he lost his wallet in college and they tried to, he was from Chicago and they tried to, you know, go swipe. I said, swipe his card and stuff. I said, nah, man. I was like, man, you be here. And I gave right back to the nigga. I didn't even like the nigga. And he got to talk a shit a couple days earlier. I'm like, see, I really should let them spend your shit. But I just believe in doing the right thing, even if it don't result in any me getting anything back directly. I ain't tripping, dude. Like, why make somebody else life hell and let them stress over some shit when they don't have to? You know what I'm saying? That's my thing. I just believe in doing the right thing. But I, uh, quite frankly, in this dating scene or you in a relationship, you just can't do the right thing all the time. That shit turn these hoes off. That make them dry. That's why I stopped opening holding doors for women. I stopped doing all that shit. Like, no, nah, bro, I'm good. You know, hoes don't want to say thank you. They ain't courteous no more. Man, I, just, I basically slammed that bitch in the whole face. You go out on a date, you know, that's looked this week, bringing flowers, holding doors open and all that shit. And it's looked at all. Man, dude, I seen niggas uh, how they bitch pumped the gas. You got to understand, dude, they love toxic. They love just being treated like shit. And I'm gonna talk about this one day, but you know, I don't, I don't get mad at niggas for tricking no more, bro. I understand. I really understand hearing niggas' stories and hearing where they coming from. I don't blame niggas for tricking, but don't don't get mad at what come with it, though. We all know Bud Mama want to see Spence uh, Bud whooped on her birthday. You ain't lying, man. Bud would kill Earl if he insults Bud's mama. I would. Shit, was gonna sell pay per views. I talk cash. I don't be giving a fuck. It is what it is. 
when it comes with trash talking, bro, you gotta know how to take an L because you're gonna take an L one day. You play one-on-one and nigga beat you. I mean, you gotta swallow, you gotta either you gotta be prepared to fight. <laughs> you can't take you can't lose one-on-one on the court and get your ass whooped, or you just gotta swallow your pride. You're, all right, bro. You got me. Now, some niggas just want to take it overboard, then that's how you start fighting shit. <laughs> you know, Bo Mac gonna be throwing shots at the press conference. Yeah, the trainers can't sell a fight though. The trainers can't talk for you. The hype man can't talk for you. I'm about that ass fuck talking. Oh yeah, man, shit. That's the best thing. That's the best thing about 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 is talking shit. That's the best thing. What's what's the ass whooping without some without without what's the cake without the icing, nigga? <laughs> you feel me, CJ? You might be right about Boston. I told you, bro. I know how the NBA go. They weren't about to have, go all these days without games. But Jimmy said he promised to win. Bud will snap and start swinging on some man. It is what it is. I know I got him there. I know he got. I know I got an aggressive Terrence Crawford that's reckless. I don't be worried about what another nigga gonna do. I don't worry about yo when you when you trash talking and you you showing shows me. I ain't worried about that. As long as I'm ready to protect myself, where I don't get bombed, I don't be giving a fuck. Not I, I get disrespectful. If, that, if that's gonna mean me getting a bigger check, is it man? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be disrespectful in my blue voice voice. It is what it is. It's a fucking business. You know, Khabib got got emotion over Conor McGregor shit. But the thing about the Conor McGregor and Khabib shit, he kind of he did physical harm. He broke that he broke that glass on that bus. So once you once you start getting physical and it's outside of trash talk and you getting physical, then you cross the line. Now if it's just words, it's just words. I remember Reggie, Reggie Miller sound 30 for 30. He said like 80 and 90% of his trash talk was to get him going. Sometimes it's just to get you going. I mean, if you play sports, you know how I go. Even with your own teammates at practice, if you get in the game, you know how I go. You know how I go. Like, nigga, sometimes you talk trash. It's really, it's really to elevate your game and get your juices flowing and shit. That's just what it is. That's what it is. Just get your confidence up. And in the meantime, if I get it, if I'm getting in this dude's head, hey, that's just icing on the cake. That's just a bonus. Everybody know art of warfare. Sometimes you can psych a nigga out just by talking. Real talk. Crawford had the energy like when you finally about to smash a chick and you've been wanting to hit, like you know you about to kill it. Yeah, that's kind of energy he had. He had that been a V injury on Caleb Plant. Like, I'm about to fuck dog up. Looks like I got the same B-Day as Crawford. Oh, yeah, yeah, shout out to you, dude. Hope you have a good B-Day. You going to Vegas? If I get a ticket, I'm going. I might not go. I might go regardless. Ron Boy Fresh and Coach Head down there. If I get a ticket, I'm for sure down there. But I'm probably down there regardless. I'm probably book all my shit next week. I started to book my flight like today and shit. But I, I mean, or yesterday, I started to book all my shit. But I want, if I get a ticket, if I probably don't get a ticket, I'm probably going. I really want to stack all summer. But this shit, I'll go to. I go to. I'm already know. Where I'm, I'm already know. Where I'm probably gonna stay at. I already got it in my back where I'm gonna stay at. Where I'm gonna fly. Where I'm gonna leave. Where I'm gonna go. Shit. I already got my shit mapped out. But yeah, let me get out of here, man. I gotta eat, dude. Um, thumbs up the video. Share the video. Subscribe to the channel. The tickets gonna be inflated. Yeah, if you don't, if the bots, if the bots get the tickets, we we doomed. I have to call in some favors, and that's probably gonna be a hail mary. Hail mary, nigga, come with me. I think Jay left. Fuck CJ, man. Jalen left like fuck CJ, bro. <laughs> I love y'all niggas in LA. Don't kill me. <laughs> Don't do me like you did Tupac. That was Las Vegas. <laughs> I love y'all living down in LA. Is the place to be. You got to be there to know it. Cause everybody wants to be. <laughs> All on with a moment. I miss my nigga Kato. The niggas in LA. When they come to LA, cuz I'm gonna do the crib dogs. I'm gonna she walk on cuz. Then we're gonna do the eight town, uh, uh, the Waffle House stump on that nigga, cuz that nigga better not come set tripping. But y'all know what I said about LA and Holly Weirdo was true. Y'all know that part was true. Y'all know what I said about the Holly Weirdo part is true. The cheapest 200 and not and now 30 30. Well, that's just resale. That's just resale, bro. That's projected resale. So if you don't get on there before the bots get on there, if the bots get them or they get sold out, 
And then they go resell or your ass is grass. What does Gucci man say? Yeah, I'm the lawnmower man in your ass is grass. He said that's the first song he, he ever wrote. I didn't know that. I like that joint. Yeah, I'm a real Gucci fan, like to the Trap House of Gucci fan. First album Gucci fan. That's me. But hey, thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel. It'll be on the podcast tonight. It should be everywhere by midnight or before midnight. So rate me on the podcast. Listen for the free 99. Thumbs up the video. Share the video. Subscribe to the channel. Appreciate the love support. Peace.